The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. All Fall Weekend, April the 7th through the 10th, fan-friendly spring weekend featuring multiple volunteer teams in action and a fan-fest tailgate on campus. Baseball team will welcome Missouri for Sucks three-game series on uh, that starts Friday, 7 p.m. First pitch is set for 6.30. Um, then Saturday, you got the game at 1.00. No, Sunday got a game at 1, Saturday got a game at 7 p.m. Um, fans will be treated to a post-game fireworks show on mm. Saturday evening. All three games are sold out due to the construction of Neyland Stadium and scheduling conflicts with other venues. This traditional orange and white game will not be played this spring. Volunteer Village at Humanities Plaza will welcome fans and feature two big screens that will carry Football's 1 p.m. scrimmage on Saturday, April the 9th. There'll be interviews from Josh Heupel, VFLs, and other guests on the screen. Volunteer Village will showcase food trucks, music, activities for all ages from noon to 3 p.m. Saturday. The scrimmage will take place in the Anderson Training Center and will be closed to the general public. There will be no live digital stream of the scrimmage, meaning that if you're going to watch it, you're going to have to watch it there at Humanities on the big screens. Tennessee Track and Field will host Tennessee Relays on a Tom Black Track. Women's Tennis takes on Vanderbilt that Friday and um, Kentucky on Sunday. Soccer will play against Clemson 1 p.m. that Saturday. So there's a lot of sports going on that weekend. And um, I do like the idea. I like the idea. I think this is the best thing that you can do considering the circumstances. I think what Austin and I discussed and Ben The component where the players are signing autograph, that's the only missing missing piece here. I think that should have been a part of the festivities. But I understand with the construction of Neyland Stadium, this is the next best option. When you explore looking at going to, 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 to Nashville, that made sense. There's not another stadium, I'm sorry, outside of, of Knoxville that truly makes sense. Tennessee to go play a spring game at without losing money. It just doesn't make sense. Now, is it something that I'm going to be putting on my calendar and hype about going? No, because I because Turkey Man called in and had an idea like this, kind of like the watch party last year at the baseball. Postseason against LSU, like 
doing something like that. That was Turkey Man's idea. So this is the closest thing to Turkey Man's idea. But I'm telling you what's going to get you. What's going to get you is... Tennis? You got music activities for all ages from noon to 3 p.m. Saturday. You got some kids? It's Saturday. You don't know what to do with them. They sit up in the house. You can get their butt out the house, lock in some activities, have them engage in something, get them tired. This is what's going to get you. This is a good idea. You got to involve the kids. Got to have something for the kids to do. But this is, there's no reason to complain. There's no reason to complain. This is the best thing that I think you can do. You have a stadium that needed renovations in a bad way. It takes time to do those renovations. Do you want a nicer home or not? You can't go get the renovations and then complain about not being able to live in your house and complain about the mess in your house. If you watch HGTV, like most people do, there's a time and a period where things are not normal. Things are a little inconvenient for you. But that's part of the process. The great Ben McKee is going to welcome a baby boy this year, July 27th. And during the nine months that Savannah's pregnant, Caught it. Yes. During the nine months that Savannah is pregnant, there's a lot of tough nights, tough moments. There's pain involved. There's inconvenience involved. You're uncomfortable. Wait till that belly get real big. Oh, the mm. belly button gonna be sticking out. Can't put a shirt over your tummy. But it's all going to be worth it the moment your kid is born. That's, yesterday was the halfway point. That's the way I it was works. Informed. Halfway there yesterday. But that's the way it works, man. Like, if you're going to have anything, there's going to be a little bit of a mess. There's going to be a little period of, of being uncomfortable. It always is like that. If, if, if it's worth having, there's, you're not going to just be comfortable. So don't expect for everything to be normal. Let's do a orange or white game traditionally and do everything like we did a couple years ago. I can't. You just can't do it. But the first football game in the Inland Stadium with all the renovations, no one's going to be thinking about the orange or white game. It's a glorified scrimmage. It's actually more productive You'd be more productive not having an orange or white game and just having a normal practice. Yup. I mean, like, if you if you, if you really want to get technical here. And to your point, they're going to get more out of doing this scrimmage than, than an orange and white game. Correct. Correct. But I remember being 
I don't know if I was really a recruit at the moment. I guess you could say I was a recruit, but I was. I was. Uh, Were you an Alabama recruit? An Alabama target? I mean, technically, I was a recruit ever since you know, eighth and ninth grade. But since you want to, since you want to, technically, technically, all of us who play sports are recruits. Some just make it further than others. I, you know, I'll, 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 Some just actually get noticed. I will allegedly be like Frank Wilson and put it on the table if you want me to. Well, I don't you, mind. you know, back in my day, I had all those schools looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were looking at you, all right. Looking at me while they were looking at Kyle Wright. But, but, but. <laughs> who, who was that shortstop playing back there behind Kyle? Slope. Yeah, that's 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 what they said. Who is that? He likes Steph Curry playing baseball. <laughs> Why is Steph Curry <laughs> out here playing shortstop? Oh, man. Man, Steph Curry can't hit. He needs to go play golf. But you distracted me. So back when you were when, when, I, when, game, when I was a, when I was a I think I was a freshman. Uh, I finished my freshman year and I came up here for spring game, and I saw all the players signing autographs and 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 how cool it was before before the game. I said, man, that's cool. Man, I want to be a part of that. That's special. Don't get me wrong. That is truly, truly special. And I don't want to downplay how important that is for for fans because it is special. It was special seeing it as a recruit. It was special being part of it as a player. But, like, guys, how often do you come across off seasons where you get a chance to renovate your your stadium and dump $30 million into your stadium and making it even better than what it already is. Like not a lot. So there's there's no reason to be complaining. I think what Tennessee is doing is saying, hey, this may be this may flop. It may flop. But we won't know unless we try it. And with block parties and watch parties, Tennessee is one for one. You did it last year in the baseball. I think if you're Tennessee, you say, hey, man, we're going to do our part. Like, we're going to have it available. And if folks don't come, and if it flops, then that's, hey, that's whatever. But no one can say that we didn't try. No one can say that we didn't make every effort to listen to our fans and have something for our fans because we know we can't be in the stadium. Now, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's something that, that I want to go to. The, the answer, March the 8th, is no. You should want to go to the baseball game. But you should want to do. honestly, man, we get closer to it, and my kids are getting on my nerves in the house, I'm going to take their butt out there and get them tired, to be honest. It's a good idea. If they got face painting, it's a wrap. If they hear there's face painting going on, we there. Like swimwear? We in there like swimwear. We are there. So that's what it is. All of all weekend, like have some realistic expectations. No no one's going to play in Vanderbilt Stadium. No one's going to Memphis to play a spring game in Tennessee. Like there's logistics involved. Like we have to be reasonable here. Logistics are overrated. We have to be. Logical. Well, just fly everybody down to the to the to the to the, where the Falcons play. 
Yeah, let's, that's that's that sounds pretty logical. Somebody said that? No, I'm just just made it up. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think they're just trying to do something for the fans. And I respect that. There, there's just not a whole lot of options this year, and hopefully people recognize that. Hopefully people recognize that Tennessee is trying to put its best foot forward. It just does not make sense to do a, a spring game. It doesn't this year because of the, the renovations. And you're going to have years like this in the future to, to where your stadium is being renovated. It won't be often, but every now and then you'll, you'll have an offseason where the stadium needs to have something done to it and the, the stadium's not available for a spring game. Other schools have had to go through this, and they turned out perfectly fine. And I, I think most fans recognize kind of it is what it is. I mean, it, it's it's one year off. I, I know lately there's been a, a couple of years off. What is this, two spring games in three years that have not taken place, and, and the other one being because of COVID? Yeah. So uh, I, I understand that, but typically – if, if COVID never happened, I mean, this would be the first time in how many years that, that Tennessee didn't have a spring game. So I think that's the way we should look at it. It's, it's, it's just a, a one-year one thing. Spring game will be back in Neyland Stadium next year. It'll, it'll look nice, an extra jumbotron. Fan day will be back, hopefully. Signing autographs. That's how I'm looking at it. There, there's just not a whole lot of options for Tennessee. And if we're being honest with ourselves, do we care more about the football team getting better or having a fan event? Not saying the fan event is not important. It is, but I care more about the football team getting better. Well, and I think people feel like that you can do both. And you can do both. But if you want best case scenario as far as improving on the practice field, it is having a normal practice and not a glorified scrimmage spring game. Like the best way to get better is is to, to use all of your time and not have walk-ons versus walk-ons doing 11 on 11 for 20 plays. Like they're not playing. They're not playing in the regular season. So this is the best option. And, um, it's it's Tennessee keeping the fans in mind as much as they can. I mean, I, I hope that's how people see it. Like they don't have to do this. They they could have given the the pinky to the fans and been like, "We have an easy out this year. We're not going to do anything." But credit to Danny White and his administration that they're trying to do something for the fans when they don't have to. No, they don't, they don't. They don't have to. Not on this one. Not not this year. And whether there's a good turnout or not, everybody can kind of do their own thing this year. If this is something that that you and your family is very interested in, awesome. Y'all y'all should go have a, a great time. For for the families who have no interest in this, then I mean, it suits them as as well. Hopefully Tennessee. Maybe I missed it in the press release, but maybe maybe they're. There will be a live stream for people who can't make it. Mm-mm. Well, I think that's something that should be added. Mm-mm. No digital live stream of the scrimmage. So if you're going to watch it, 
You got to be there. I mean, I, I get the paranoia because you don't want other teams to see it, but they would have seen a spring game anyways. It's like it, it wouldn't really look good, actually. Like yeah. the, the the video. Think about think about the Anderson Training Center and I know. Yeah, I mean it would well, it, it just, wouldn't be like just by giving the option to fans who can't make it is what I'm thinking. I and I guarantee you they 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 are not doing a stream because of them not wanting other SEC teams to see them this spring. I guarantee you that's the reason why. I mean, if you have a choice of of not letting your opponent see you, then I, I mean I. I would be, I would be on the same page. I wouldn't want my opponents to see me either. If I had the you know, option to choose to have my game televised or not, but there's there's some value in having it televised if it's if it's at your stadium and it's normal. But in this case, Anderson Training Center is tight. Mm-hmm. Like it's tight when you like when you when you have a, a practice and you have all a hundred and Something players out there and on you top the, of the staff and support staff it, and equipment managers. It's tight, yeah, man. It's tight. So I don't know how aesthetically pleasing the view will be on a stream, but it is what it is. All right, all right, all right. T.W. Vols says, "Want a spring game or stadium renovations? Stadium renovations. If I had to chick, if I had to pick between the chick, but if I had to, if I had to pick between the two, hope you're not picking chicks." It is uh, stadium renovations all day. All day. Raleigh Vall. Congratulations on getting engaged. He got engaged on Sunday. So, congratulations. Heck, yeah. Shout Uh, out to Raleigh Vall. Who says, now I got to stay in Raleigh for NC State's spring game with C-Mac. You already know NC-Mac will be there. Mm Mm-hmm. You already know NC-Mac will be there. And Riley Vaughn makes another great point here on the text box. I like it. To be honest, it'll be the parade for our Hoops Natty a week after. That's right. I like it. Now, you know what is going on that weekend? Missouri Baseball Weekend. Mm-hmm. The Masters. I know you don't care, but a lot of people do care about the Masters. That'll be going on that Saturday and Sunday. A lot going on, man. There's a lot. In fact, your boy may be may be there in attendance on Sunday. You ain't going to Augusta. You want to bet? You ain't gonna get in. You want to bet? Who you know? I know someone mm-hmm. who is being very gracious this year. Kyle Wright ain't gonna help you get in. It ain't Kyle. It's not Kari. Not a not a former professional athlete. A very kind person with a gracious soul is helping the poor, helping <laughs> the unfortunate this year. You deserve it, man. You deserve to go. You want to go with me? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Why not? You would enjoy it. You don't have to be on your phone for a day. They have good chicken salad sandwiches and pimento mac and cheese. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm good. Don't, don't you want to branch out and try new things? You take Austin, AP, go with you. No, I'm, I'm, no. And AP wouldn't want to go anyways. They don't have any McDonald's at Augusta. You can go. You can go. I'm good. You can, you can go Austin, man. Invite I'll Austin. take Austin. I'll, I'll invite Austin. We'll take Austin. Sorry to decline, man. Sorry. 865-255-03. Swain event.
for what is coming up on the Swain event. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadmbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the Big Orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit, you get confused. You don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question, you may ask? For what? Well, since we've had it for what like this. Had a 
calling the congregation for this one. My goodness. My goodness. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. It has been a really tough year for former Alabama wide receivers. Uh, we know what happened with Henry Ruggs, tragically. Uh, just a lapse of judgment from him. And then with Calvin Ridley, just another lapse in judgment. Calvin Ridley was away from the Falcons after five games in the 2021 season, citing mental health reasons. He was just at the house. There's been talk about him getting traded. Well, he's from Florida. And while in Florida, he decided to use his cell phone and bet on NFL games, getting himself suspended for the entire 2022 season. Calvin Ridley, after receiving the news, got on Twitter and said that um, he bet $1,500 total and said that I don't have a gambling problem. Calvin, do you have a gambling problem? Is it a gambling problem that means you, you, know, you do it frequently and you do it every single day and you've lost millions of dollars gambling? No, it's not. That's not problem I'm talking about. It's not like an addiction where you just can't stop. But you have created a problem due to gambling. That is a gambling problem. You have a gambling problem that you got yourself in this situation. This is this is what he did, guys. He did a parlay. He did a parlay. A couple teams parlay. A couple parlays. I think he did like, did like a three-team parlay, a five-team parlay. Y'all want to know what his salary was going to be for the 2022 season? Yes, yes, yes. $11 million. Yeah. $11 million. Was the parlay worth it, Kevin? You better have a 100-team parlay. To make that worth it. Because he cost himself $11 million. He's suspended without pay. $11 million. Because you wanted to gamble. And now, he did pick the Falcons to win, I guess. He did pick the Falcons to win. But still, it's illegal. You're not supposed to do it. If you are an NFL player, you're not supposed to do it. Because now we're talking about the integrity of the game. We have seen players in the last 50 years in college. We've seen documentaries about players. I remember one, Arizona State, who was throwing games because he got caught up in gambling. You're not supposed to do it. It is forbidden. 
There's no tolerance. You smoke a little weed, that's okay. They'll, they'll, they'll give you second chance, third chance. I mean, Josh Gordon's has been kicked out, reinstated, kicked out, reinstated multiple times. You have a substance abuse problem, they're going to help you. They're going to give you help. Like, if you have some legal trouble, I mean, you'll get a second and third chance. That's Alden Smith. But gambling is a no-go. It is a no-go. You know that. $11 million over a little parlay. What do you think about the one-year suspension? Hey, man, if you, if you, if you know it's forbidden... And there's no tolerance for it. Like, you know that going into it. Like it, my thing is, there's people like, oh my god, it's not a big deal. Gambling is, you know, gambling is so accepted now, and, and you know, there's other guys doing worse and can get suspended for a lot less. Okay, that's I get that. You know, you hit a female, you should be gone for the year. I I, I agree with that, but you can't have players gambling on games. No. You can't do it because before you know it, they're going to try to impact the game themselves. Mm -hmm. Throw and, the game. And this is when you have guys throwing games. Or give inside information. Exactly. So, I, I it's like uh, Jeffy Dean says on the text box, do you not think that's harsh when they let dudes beat women and play? I, I agree. And, and Swain just said the same thing. The problem is that the NFL cares more about protecting the actual games than – allowing players to, to play after beating women. Yeah. It, it's just like one thing I didn't mention, and this is truly not me being salty, truly not. Some people will say it is, whatever. I'm I truly not saying this because I'm salty about the Bengals. But the love affair for Joe Mixon was nauseating. It was it was disgusting, the, the love affair that has been thrown out for, for Joe Mixon the last two years. And I, I'm all for grace and forgiveness and, and second chances, but – do we have to celebrate the guy? Do, do we have to just drool over him every time he makes a play and and act like he's just some some great football player, which he's a very talented football player, but I don't know. I just kind of feels weird to me how we were just It's hard not to think about what happened at OU. I right. Mean, it really it really is. And I'm kind of speaking towards the the, the NFL media. It, it, they were just glowing in their coverage of, of Joe Mixon and I don't know. I it just kind of felt weird to me, but like it it does rub me the the wrong way that a guy like that is not going to sit as long as um, Calvin Ridley. I don't remember how long Joe Mixon sat. He said, "I mean, he he was he Off was the at, top of my head." Well, he was in college when it happened, and he was you know out for a, a long time. I guess it was, but he was still able to go get you know get drafted and right, and he everything's did, been good ever ever since. He hasn't he had much of an issue for the Oklahoma season. Yeah, when when it did happen, but we have evidence in the NFL of the NFL not suspending players for that long. But it's because the NFL cares more about making sure the game is not rigged, or somebody throws a game, or um. You know, when J.J. Watt's coming back from his injury for the postseason that Kyler Murray's not telling somebody on the other team that, hey, J.J.'s going to play or J.J.'s not going to play 
because Kyler Murray has money on on the game. Wait, they, wait. they care more about protecting that than they do a, a player beating a female. Unfortunately, when, when they had when the NBA had the ref that uh, made it to gambling, yo, that was a that was a that was a crisis situation. You have a referee that was gambling. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing ever for a league. So protecting the shield is first and foremost. I agree. Like some of the other penalties and things that players get um, in trouble for, like Adrian Peterson wasn't suspended long. Um, other guys that got into issues with violence versus women, they're not suspended uh, long enough. Give them more time. But don't make excuses for Calvin Ridley no. and, and make it seem like that he's the victim here and he should be suspended for less time. You can't do that. You know that going into being a professional athlete. You know that before you're a professional athlete. When I was in Tennessee, we had a former mob member <laughs> come in and talk to us. And I mean, it wasn't like a sunshine and roses talk about the birds and the bees. It was the gritty and dark stuff about what happens when you owe money and you can't pay it to the mafia. So you're told that even before you become a professional athlete. And Calvin Ridley, I know he got that talk at Alabama because he's at a place with, you know, endless amount of resources. Now, you can play that I didn't know card if you went to New Mexico Tech A&M, but you can't play that. <laughs> card if you played in SEC. Well, everybody's heard of Pete Rose. That, that's that's the other thing. Like how, how how could you not have heard about the Pete Rose situation, even if you don't like baseball? You can't I, do it. I mean, that is one of the all-time sports stories about Pete Rose gambling on the game. And and look, there, there is something to be said that Calvin Ridley did not, according to the NFL, in, in their investigation, they, they did not find that told secrets about the Falcons to others or uh, he, he tried to throw the game or, or anything like that. Like, I, I do think, like, Calvin really deserves a second chance. He, he deserves to be suspended for the entire season. Absolutely. But he shouldn't be, like, banned from ever playing again. And, and not saying that that thought process is out there. At least I haven't seen it. I'm speaking to the point of if there is ever a player who does <laughs> try to throw the game because he's got money on it or – does give inside information to another team, that player should be done, done. Banned. Banned. Never allowed to play again. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Uh, because that, to me, to me, there is a difference. Yeah. Both are stupid. Just one is incredibly more stupid. And like you said, off the jump, I mean, Calvin Ridley, he's going to make 11 million this year. <laughs> he was going to make 11 million. And he lost it off of $1,500. It's which is a trip to the mall for him on a Saturday. Hustling backwards. You hustling, but you, you're not going forward. Been a 11 million? Tough couple of months for Bama receivers. 11 million? Built by Bama. For gambling? Mm. Mm. NFL money ain't NBA money. Now, Michael Jordan used to gamble all the time, but that's different money. $11 million to a football player is a lot. Hour three is coming up.